0: Oh, there it is. Look, Margham Castle. Oh, it's as gorgeous as I remember. Oh, it's an amazing place. Old towers, many windows. I bet it's seen some sights.
1: As long as it's got somewhere to sit down, I'll be happy for now.
0: The castle isn't that old. It was built around 1850, I think, for the Mansell Talbot family. But there's been a fort or dwelling here for as long as there have been people in the area.
1: I think most of the inside was gutted by a fire about 50 years or so ago.
0: Yeah, but even as a shell, it's gorgeous. They say it's one of the most haunted places in Wales.
1: Oh, fantastic. Just what we need.
0: (laughs) See that window up there? They They say a white lady is seen looking down from there, waiting for someone to return. Nobody knows who.
1: Oh, let's hope not. Come on, let's see if the door's open.
0: This is amazing. Look at the staircase. Come on, let's go up to the white lady's window.
1: Oh, wait. Look, it's getting dark. There's no lights in here. The last thing we want is to be lost in the dark in here. I don't want another night like last night.
0: Oh, what an amazing view from this window. Look at the lake. It's glistening. I've never seen it from this view. It looks incredible.
1: There are so many stories about that lake. Some go back centuries. They call it the New Pond. When the Abbey was here back in the Middle Ages, people used to believe that there were portals to other worlds, other times, other stories, all in the water there. There was a superstition about, about never swimming in it after dark.
0: If it wasn't so cold, I'd jump in right now. This looks a good place to bed, down.
1: Yeah, all right. Let's stay here tonight. How are you feeling now? Do you want me to sit up while you get some sleep?
0: No, it's fine. But if you could find a kettle for some tea, that'd be grand.
1: I'll go downstairs and see what I can find. Hang on.
0: Oh, a cup of tea sounds good right about now. Doesn't look very comfy here, does it? I swear, the next place we move to, we better have a bed. Can you hear that? It sounds like a car. Shh. It's stopping outside the main doors. Who on earth would it be at this time of night? Let's have a look out the window. It stopped. Oh, someone's getting out. Quite posh looking. Come on, let's listen. They're at the bottom of the stairs.
1: There was no reason for you to come here.
0: That was every reason for me to come. Whoever it is, Owen knows them. You were trusted, and you let us
1: down. I will get it back.
0: Are they talking about the hair right? You
1: know them. It. It's not me that needs to be persuaded. What are the they going to do about it? Well I can tell you, I will.
0: In the meantime, you had better get it back before too much damage is done. Did
1: he give her anything? Yeah. She's wearing a bracelet. I, I think it happened to Kenfig. She won't let it out of her sight.
0: Well, you know what you need to do. And you need to do it quickly. Yeah. they are meet
1: tomorrow.
0: Make sure I have good news to pass on to them.
1: Thanks, Jenny. Jenny,
0: Jenny. That sounds familiar. And not for a good reason. in this situation again I can't keep covering for you when the stakes are this high get it done and get it done by the morning oh well in what have you got yourself mixed up in
1: how could Jenny find me here oh now we're in trouble If they can track us or find out where we are, we're not getting anywhere. And they're meeting tomorrow. Merched Becker. I'll go for a walk, clear my head. I can't go back to Bethan yet. I have to somehow get that. Where am I going to find the boat? I don't know. In between the castle, these old stone steps that lead down to the orangery. I'll just go for a little walk.
0: There he goes, he's walking off towards the abbey ruins. I'm sure he'll be okay, but this valley has some dark history to it. You only have to look at the old maps to get an idea of how long people have revered this place. All around on the hilltops, the ancient hill forts of Munnith Dias, Ton Maur, and Munith Castle still keep watch. And the barrows and cairns of Ergith Isaf, Ergith Ukaf, and Tumpath Doyleth with their long dead slumbering beneath the mountain tops. And here in the valley, many sacred wells that bubble to the surface, and the stones standing as sentinels. There's one stone on top of that hill over there, Munith Margam. It has a strange mark upon it that, apparently, if read, will ensure certain death to the reader. This land is ancient, and this castle itself is supposedly cursed. Christopher Mansell Talbot used parts of the old abbey in its building, and was told his family would never prosper here. There was also an abbot so enraged at the dissolution of the monasteries, he placed a hex on one of the last granges to be pulled down, saying that once no stones were left standing, the whole town would fall. The Talbots ensured that at least one wall was left standing, and so it stands today, a ghostly ruin outlined against the glow from the steelworks who have inherited its care. I know of a couple of ghosts around here. There's Robert Scott, the gamekeeper, who was murdered on these grounds by a poacher. His ghost is often seen along the Gothic staircase leading towards the castle. Still enraged, apparently, at his unjust killing. Don't tell Owen, but I brought a couple of those newspaper articles from the Prince of Wales. I know, I know he said not to get too involved with it and it was just upsetting me, but... It's so interesting. Have a look at this one. This is about the murder. What happened there was this. A labourer named White saw a man with a long light coat and a cap, and with a double-barrel gun. He was seen going in the direction of Comte Philip. It then seemed as though he saw Scott, and Scott saw him. Scott must have turned back and there was a ditch or dike under which Scott must have passed till he came to a partial gap in the wall over which the man on the other side could show his face. The deceased only had a stick with him, and looking over the wall, he must have seen the man about 14 or 15 yards away. Then the man put up his gun and shot Scott. The shot was not fatal, and Scott was able to crawl along the gutter. The murderer fired another barrel at the other side of his face, and not satisfied with that, kicked him in the head grief easy to see why he would be haunting this place that was quite a dark story I do know another story I loved this one growing up it's about a certain young monk who fell in love one day whilst helping to gather apples in the orchard by Morpher he spotted a beautiful young maiden and walked by her side the whole day When he returned to the abbey later that day with some apples she had given him, hidden up his sleeve, he entered the abbey and dipped his fingers into the font by the entrance to make the sign of the cross. As he did so, the apples tumbled out of his sleeve and fell into the water. This loud splash was unfortunately heard by all in the nave, and upon coming to investigate were presented with a dilemma. Had the apples desecrated the font, or had the holy water consecrated the apples? Unfortunately, I never knew how the story ended.
1: Night is so cold. The frost is starting to fall already. Trees have fallen from the woods, but still a place of beauty. Oh, look the ruins of the Abbey been here for almost a thousand years dissolved in Henry VIII's break from Rome all those years ago but they've stood here like a beacon for some ancient time and they're still here great stone arches walls filled with moss and wonder graves everywhere of people long forgotten long past just walk into the main building here. The round chapel. Ha 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 with the stars shining in the sky, it just looks fantastic. Like an like an amphitheatre. <sighs> what a battle of faith went on all those years ago. There's an amazing story here about a monk. Called Browd, Browd a Kelwith Tig. That's it, Browd a Kelwith Tig, the brother of the fair lies. It is said that he could he could tell the future, and people would come from miles around just to just to listen to what he had to say. Even these days, it is said that he sometimes appears, whispering in someone's ear. But that can't be true. The story is unbelievable. Just outside here, there's an old wall. And he would sit on that wall, looking into the forest. Birds would often perch on his shoulders. And people from the village nearby would come and visit him and and ask him what the future hold. It is said that a thief from a local village who stole birds' eggs once visited him and said, my brother, you of the fair lies. What does the future hold for me? It said that the monk turned around and looked at him with piercing eyes that seemed to bore into his very soul and said, Today, my friend, you will die three deaths. The thief just laughed at him, of course, and left. But later that day, he was in the woods near Markham by the lake climbed up a tree looking for bird's eggs got to a high branch but see a nest a kestrel's nest the eggs were precious and he would get a fair price for them he leant across just about to grab the egg from the nest when suddenly an adder inside that had been waiting there curled and coiled the snake leapt up and bit his hand Incredibly poisonous. The thief looked at his hand and knew that he was doomed. He leant back and fell from the branch. Hitting every branch on the way down. Bang! 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 He fell into the lake. And drowned. So he had been poisoned. Broke every bone in his body. And then finally drowned in the lake. Ha 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 an amazing prophecy, isn't it? An amazing tale. It happened right here all those years ago. Wait, what was that? What? A figure just passed by that window. That stone arch. Let me have a look. Oh. No, there's nothing there. It's just a shadow. I can't. Oh God, there's a ghost, the monk is standing there, his robes dark against the night, he's pointing at me, what do you want with me, he's pointing at something on the floor, I, what, He's pointing towards the lake. The great top lake up by the castle. But I've just come from there. I don't. He's pointing at the floor again. I can't go near him. I haven't got the courage. Maybe it's got something to do with my predicament. Maybe it's got something to do with a Hirith. Maybe. Oh. I, I can't believe it all right I'll just come over look down step over the wall here he's gone that's where he was standing by that grave let me just make my way over and have a look oh an ancient tomb one with a there's no name or anything just just a key carved in the stone. What is this? What can it mean? Is it, is it the key to the gates of heaven? Perhaps. But what's that laying on top of it? A stick. No. It's not a stick. It's an oar, a wooden oar. It's an oar from the Heirith. Wait, how? He's gone. Brow to Kelwith take. Perhaps he means up at the lake, then. That's exactly it. The Heraith is up at the lake. I'll go back to the castle. I'll get Beth and I'll. If we can find it and bring it back by the morning, there's, there's no need for any of them to be involved, is there? I just make my way back up the steps towards the castle. She's probably asleep by now. I... Oh, there's that window with the grey lady. I've seen enough ghosts for now. Oh no, let me get back to the door. I've just got to get her to come to the lake with me. And maybe we'll find what we need there. And maybe they'll be happy then. Just give me this one last chance. Bethan! Bethan! There's
0: Owen now. It looks like he's seen a ghost. All right, I'm coming. What's the matter? What's wrong?
1: Beth, I know this is strange, but we have to go outside to the lake now.
0: Why? I don't think we should go anywhere. Let's wait for morning before we move. What's that in your hand? Is that an oar? Have you found the heroith?
1: No, but I think I know where it is. Come on, we have to go outside. I need you to trust me, Beth, and I need you to follow me somewhere that we don't really want to go. Remember what I said about the lake being a gateway between worlds? We have to believe that, really believe it.
0: Owen, stop! What do you need me to do?
1: I need you to give me the bracelet.
0: Why? I don't want to take it off since I've been wearing it. I, well, I feel safe.
1: Look, there's lords I need to tell you. Lords, you need to know. But firstly, let's get the he-wife back.
0: The woman in the car.
1: Yes, the woman in the car, and there's so much more. Now, come on, let's get into the lake. give me the bracelet
0: what are you going to do with it
1: I'm going to throw it into the water
0: no let me do it it deserves better than that come on let me take it from my arm look
1: look out there on the lake
0: it's the hair ice look it's coming through the mist Who's staring at?
1: Where are you going? Bethod, come back. What are you doing?
0: I'm gonna give it back to him.
1: Well come back, you don't know what you're doing. Oh god, look! Another boat. And another. There's loads of boats all coming out of the mist. Which which one is the Herife? There are ghosts crewing them all. There must be twenty boats. Bethan, get out of the water. Come back you know.
0: Here. Come closer. Here is your bracelet. Let me climb in and just see who you are. H- here, take the bangle. It's here for you. We just need the boat back. Wait. Uh, who are you? Stop it. Let go of my arm. Let me go.
1: Bethan, come back. That's not the Hiraith, that's another boat. Wait, they're all disappearing, vanishing into the mist. Bethan, come by, stay there, I'm coming out to you. Wait, they're gone. The Hiraith, the other boats, Bethan, they're all gone.